Welcome back to the What is a Campus Pastor podcast. My name is Frank, and I'm glad that you're here. Today, we have a great episode for you today. His name is Ralph Johnson. He is the campus pastor over at Grace Family Church down in Tampa, Florida, specifically Lutz, but no one really knows what Lutz is. It's basically Tampa, Florida. I am glad that you're going to listen to this one because Tampa is my old stomping grounds. Grace is the church that I went to when I was in high school to get free chicken nuggets because my church that I went to high school with was too cheap for that. So when I wanted to get some Chick-fil-A nuggets on a Wednesday night, I would go to Grace Family, but that's neither here nor there. What I love about what Ralph is going to talk about is he's going to talk about uh, 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 what, it like, what it's like to... to have a campus in the inner city in, in an urban context. I, I have this particular passion because my church has a campus in the central city of Milwaukee. And there's been this conversation of whether or not uh, churches in the central city in an urban center can handle video venues. And we talk about that uh, today with Grace Family at their, in their location down in the Ybor City side of Tampa, Florida. But hey, Grace is an awesome church and Ralph is an awesome guy. So I can't wait for you to hear that episode, this episode right now. But before Ralph comes on, let me again share with you. I want you to subscribe if you haven't done so. We still have a few more episodes left. Uh, I want you to, to leave a review, five-star rating if possible, and also give us your questions because uh, at the end of the season, we're going to have a great Q&A with a bunch of the folks who've been on this podcast, and I can't wait for you to hear from them. All right, here's Ralph from Grace Family Church in Tampa, Florida. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, I am so excited to be here with Pastor Ralph. Uh, so uh, one thing that I've been excited about as I've been meeting with these campus pastors from across the country is that I got to go back to my hometown, to Tampa Bay, where I'm originally born and raised and grew up. I grew up in West Tampa specifically. I could walk to Raymond James Stadium when I was a kid. I was a reluctant Buccaneers fan my entire life. So when we had that one Super Bowl way back when Grudem's first year, it was the biggest deal for me. And when my uh, my personal experience with faith, I went to a very small church for growing up, but there was a couple times I would go to the cool youth group where they had Chick-fil-A nuggets on Wednesday night, and that was this man's church right here is Grace Family. So first off, I got to say thank you for being a part of the show, and thank you for letting me eat all the Chick-fil-A nuggets when I was in youth group, because there was many times I went to that church I'll be honest, just for the nuggets, but I also learned a little bit more about Jesus too. So, uh, Ralph, it's so good that you're here. Thank you so much. Can you introduce yourself? Tell us what church you're at, a little bit about your church, maybe even the campuses, how long you've been there, all that kind of stuff. Man, thanks, Frank. Yeah, um, hopefully you got not only some Chick-fil-A nuggets, but some spiritual nuggets as well, right? <laughs> for sure I did. Hey man, uh, my name is Ralph Johnson. I'm a campus pastor of the Lutz campus for Grace Family Church here in Tampa. Uh, I've been married to my beautiful wife, Tracy, for 30 years. We have three kids and one granddaughter, Geneva Renee. And um, man, it, it's been a great ride. Uh, we've been on staff for 12 years at Grace Family Church. Uh, Grace Family Church is a multi, um, multicultural, multi-generational, um, multi-economic um, church environment. We have seven campuses all over Tampa. Um, one in, if you're familiar with the camp, the uh, Tampa Bay area, we have one in South Tampa, Clearwater, uh, Ebor, 
um, Carrollwood area, Temple Terrace, Land Lakes, and I am at Duluth's campus. And we're looking at launching another campus here soon, man. We believe that uh, the church is the hope of the world, man. And if we have great churches in great environments, people will come to know Jesus. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's just so it's so fun talking to you because I know every location that you just mentioned. I've been there. I, 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 I lived in Carrollwood a little bit. I lived in Lutz. Uh, so I know where all the locations are. And so this is just kind of personally fun talking to you about Grace Family. Uh, explain to me, uh, explain to everybody kind of the multi-site model. So you said there were how many locations again? So there's a total of seven right now. So we have a, we, the multi-site model is this and uh, we started this a few years ago. I mean, man, wow. It's been about 10 years now, I think, when we started head down the multi-site model. But the multi-site model is simply this. You have a broadcast campus. That's where I am. I'm at the Lutz campus, and so that's where we render all the video. Uh, we have four services on the weekend, two on Saturday. Uh, those are high-pressure services because we're recording for all of the other campuses at the five in the 6.30 service on Saturday. Uh, we take those and we render, we have our tech team render those and they send them to the campuses to be played uh, on the next day. So uh, that's how the multi-site model works. We also have an online audience. Uh, we, we don't currently have an online pastor. We do have someone that's online monitoring the comments, praying with people. Um, but I think last weekend he told me we had about 3,500 people online total over the weekend and so um, that campus has been growing since well I can't call it a campus that environment has been growing since COVID um, and so that's been really good yeah that conversation about whether or not the online expression of your church is truly a campus is kind of a complicated one and it depends on if you're truly like enveloping them into your organization but you said that you have a, um, a broadcast venue and uh, and those sermons go out to everybody else. Uh, how often do you or do the campus pastors, if at all, do they preach live at their campuses ever? Is it a hundred percent live stream? Um, how often do you do you get to be a part of the preaching? That kind of answer those type of questions in terms of like the preaching of those campus pastors. So uh, me personally, I'm on the speaking team, so I preach uh, broadcast about six times a year um, and then our campus pastors they speak maybe two to three times a year sometimes it's at the end of the year around that, that uh, weekend after the weekend around Christmas uh, after the Christmas services or uh, 4th of July or another um, holiday or, or something along those lines they might get three times a year uh, but we broadcast pretty much uh, the rest of the time but they do get their speaking opportunities because the, here, here's the strength of the multi-site model is when you're a large church, it gives you the opportunity uh, to shepherd the flock, shepherd the people um, that are entrusted to you. So you get to build those relationships. You get to teach in Bible studies. You get to really teach a lot of the things that your campus is going through. So you get to lean into uh, the relational aspect of what's um, what's happening on your campus and versus trying to prepare for a sermon, right? It gives you a chance to build relationships. Church grows very rarely, if ever, can someone touch the guy that has the mic in his hand on the weekend. 
And so we want to, um, the multi-site model gives us the ability to shepherd people extremely well. That's, that's very well said. And I think that's a common denominator that I think a lot of campus pastors, when they say like the, the benefit of a multi-site model with a campus pastor is that the, the weight and pressure of writing a sermon every single week or the weight and pressure of managing some of the minutia of a church is kind of taken away so that frees you up to really be like a priest to your people, to really be with them and love them. Yes, well said. Extremely mm. yes, well said. When it so I don't know. So you, you're a unique situation because you're a campus pastor at the broadcast campus, and so I don't know if this changes the dynamic. So if if it's the same, I want to hear it. But if not, maybe you can think of the other campuses as well. Are you like the boss or the solid line to your people at your campus, or is it like? you know, your kids' people report to a kid's central person and you just kind of speak in to influence them or are you actually like their boss? Do you hire and fire the youth pastor, the campus pastor, the specific roles at your campus or is that someone else on your team? Um, I have a solid line to my campus. So my campus, each campus pastor has a solid line for his campus. We build their campuses out. They have a family ministries per uh, associate. They also have a, fan, um, a groups associate, and then have a campus pastor and a care pastor. They're like solid, those are mostly what we have, and then a student pastor. Now, all of the, we, we get pretty much vision from Central. So there's a dotted line to Central, but there's a solid line of leadership on the campus with all of those roles. What makes it different on the broadcast campus is that I pretty much deal with the dynamic. I'm also on the executive team here as well. I also deal with most of the executives or people that are making decisions about what's happening on the weekend on the campus or what's happening with worship or how we're going to transition from a song or what announcements are we going to talk about uh, on said weekend. So that's what the broadcast piece kind of, it, it's more so the example so that everyone else can have something that they, you know, it, it makes it clear what they're going to do on their stage on the next, that same weekend, if that makes sense. What got you into this role? Like I, most people don't seek out to become a campus pastor. And so you've been at, you've been at uh, Grace for a while. Um, like, were you, uh, did you like apply to this job? Were you already at Grace? Did you seek it out? Did you ask to be in the role? Tell me about how you got into the role of being the campus pastor at Grace. Well, I thought I thought when I uh, when I got saved and, and I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I was going to be a briefcase toting, Bible toting preacher. You know, that's what I thought pastoring was. And no, I, I came on staff at Grace, and we when I came on staff, we didn't have any campuses. I was just a high level volunteer. Uh, to that point, we only had one campus, and um, we launched a couple of. When we first launched our first two campuses, one of them was a church, uh, was a transition of one of a church. The other one was us launching what we was called the Dream Center of Tampa. That's a nonprofit that our, um, I, you know, I, I feel comfortable with saying is ground zero for missions for our church, and so. Um, I ended up coming on staff as the men's pastor and the first impressions pastor here at the Van Dyke campus or the Lutz campus now. And um, after a year, 
I, I left here and I went down to the Dream Center, which I was an executive pastor, well, not executive pastor, executive director of the Dream Center, and ended up, you know, through um, adding our programs and with our staff that was on at the Dream Center, we ended up launching a children's church down in Ybor City. And so that children's church has grown into the Ybor campus now. So how I ended up becoming a campus pastor was it was very organic. It just kind of happened when it came into being a lighthouse in the community and people started coming. And so um, it came through shepherding people and through shepherding people, I ended up shepherding a campus and becoming the campus pastor. And I really found um, huge joy uh, in that role. I love it. You, you have huge joy. Can you tell me what do you love the most about being a campus pastor? What I love most about being a campus is just the relationships with people. It's just being to hear, being able to hear people's story, being able to develop the gifts and talents and capabilities that are in people. On, I mean, on a one-on-one basis in a group environment. Um, I, I'm really passionate about leadership development. I was in the Navy for 23 years, so I love taking people from one place to another. Um, and and one of with that passion of leadership development is also discipleship. It's helping people understanding their faith. And so um, being a campus pastor gives me the ability to have conversations I wouldn't normally have uh, and more intimate conversations and helping people walk through and grow spiritually. Um, what's the most challenging things that you uh, think you're, you're facing right now as a campus pastor? It's developing. It's funny. I, I just had a meeting with someone from our team uh, before this podcast, and I, it's developing helping people to see our vision and our values and understanding that they don't need a title in order to be effective for God. So I don't have to be a pastor. I can lead a table of three or four people and shepherd faithfully and, and get fulfillment from that. And so it's helping, it's helping everyone and anyone who's a part of our campus to understand that there's a place for them and in that place they are shepherds like i can't i can't know what's going on so as we grow i can't know what's even as a campus pastor i can't know what's going on in everyone's life but i tell you what if i got if i got larry down on wednesday night bible study with his 10 guys and he's loving on them and he's caring for them, he can give me a call and say, hey, Pastor Ralph, I don't know if you know this or not, man, but give so-and-so a call. He's walking through a divorce or a separation right now, or he lost his mom. You know, it would really go a long way if you reached out. And so when I when I look at you, ask me, what's, what's, the, what's the thing that I'm facing right now is trying to help and pull in people who just really want to care for other people um, in smaller environments. That's really good. Hey, you just made me think of something. Um, uh, people might not know that Tampa, you, you talk about how your church is um, multi-ethnic, multi-generational, a lot of multis in there. And uh, and people might not know that Tampa is, is incredibly diverse. And some of the places that you were describing, like Ybor City and stuff like that, um, it, it, it's, it's diverse ethnically, it's diverse socioeconomically. You're talking about um, inner city, 
and then you're also talking about where Lutz is, you're on the edge of like the suburbs or, and it's not even just suburbs. You're kind of in, even entering to some rural aspects. If you go down to like Lando Lakes and past that, that area, right? Um, you know, a lot of multi-site, the way we know it was created in the suburbs, especially like in the fluent white suburbs. But you're talking about doing ministry in a metropolitan area that's very diverse and socially economically diverse one one thing that i often hear is 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 uh that the inner city or urban centers don't necessarily like video venues they want live preaching and so i would love to hear from you obviously grace is working you guys have video venues um is there is there a tension there do you have an elevator pitch when someone asks you, hey, great service, I want a real person. Why is there not a real person there? Or why isn't the campus pastor preaching? What, what do you think is the uh, – is that a stereotype? Is there some validity that, that video venues don't work in the city? What do you think? I think that video venues work in the city, in the inner city. Here, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll put it like this, Frank. If, if I buy in – the people I leave will buy in. And what we did, and what we do at every campus is we buy in to who we are. We know who we are, we know who we're not. Who we are is a multi-campus church that shows a video on the weekend. That's who we are. That's what you get when you come here. And we believe that the teaching on the weekend is very good, it's solid. Uh, and we provide resources for you to follow along. And we're all on the same page. We know what we're serving up every single weekend. And so what our campus pastors, what's important for our campus, and, and me specifically when I was down in Ybor City, I felt that tension. Because I'm in an environment with, with a Spanish culture. I'm in an environment with African-American culture. They, they're used to hearing their preacher. They want to they wanna hear a word, right? And so it took some time for me to like say, hey guys, listen, this is not who we are. But when I, when I come back up at the end of this message, let me give you my heart. I'm gonna give you my heart in five minutes. Let me give you my heart in, in seven minutes. Let me, hey, when the cameras go off, I'll pull some of you to, let's talk about this. Let's talk about, in fact, I invite you back to Wednesday night Bible study. We're gonna break this down one more time. You get what I'm saying? And so I think it's important as a campus pastor, um, and we it, it, we used to have a um, uh, it was a, a worksheet that said you know what attributes what are what are really good attributes of campus pastors. And this again, Frank, you you said it a minute ago. Like not very many people have done campus pastor stuff, right? Like you know we we could probably you and I could probably do this for quite some time because there's a lot of us out there now. But ten years ago there were not. And one of the one of the criteria was not to have a, a big desire to speak. Like if you had a desire for the stage, man, it was like, yo, no, you don't want that guy as your campus pastor because he's going to go rogue. He's going to start preaching. And so you just have to find your pockets. One of one of the other campus pastors, uh, Mike Moore, uh, he's developed um, a term or a way of pastoring. He says, I host. I host the sanctuary, I pastor the lobby. I host the sanctuary, but I pastor the lobby. And, and that's the key for a campus pastor. 
is for them to find where they can be most effective on the weekend in leading their people. As a pastor, looking for a ministry job is hard. Every church has different processes and different timelines when you're looking to hire someone. And looking for great candidates as a church is even more difficult. You'll get dozens, if not hundreds of resumes, and it's hard to cipher through all of them. But what if I told you that chemistry staffing is here to help you with both? Whether God is calling you to begin looking for that new ministry opportunity, or you are a church trying to hire some folks to fulfill some different positions, chemistry staffing is here to help you land at the right church or to land the right candidate that will last in your church for a long time. I really love chemistry staffing. At Practically Pastoring, we have brought chemistry staffing in to speak to our pastors, to learn how to interview better, to make better resumes, and to have good hiring practices. And I have sat on both sides of the table with chemistry staffing. I've interviewed for churches through them, and their team was really helpful, not just representing the church, but asking me pointed questions to discern if that church was even right for me. And my church has been and is currently using them to hire various positions within our church. We hired a current lead pastor through them, and we're now looking to hire a new worship pastor as well. Side note, if you are a great worship pastor and want to work in sunny Milwaukee, Wisconsin, apply and come work with me today. They're great to work with and will help your church answer the questions you need to not just get the candidates to apply to your church, but get the right person at the right role that will thrive in your context. If you want to use chemistry staffing for your candidating process or want to see if chemistry staffing is a good fit for you, go to the show notes and click on the link and set up a time to talk with them today. If you use the link in the show notes, it will help me and help this podcast. But if you click the link, you are also helping yourself and your church make the church hiring process just a little bit easier. Check out Chemistry Staffing today. Hi, everybody. This is Andrew Larson. You might know me from Practically Pastoring, which is one of the other, I don't know, dozen or so podcasts that Frank lends his voice to. If you've ever listened to our little show, you know that we spend a whole lot of time making fun of Frank, not because we don't love him, but because none of us actually understand what it is that a campus pastor does. So we're glad that you're listening to this show. But I also want to encourage you to check out Practically Pastoring because one of the things we discuss time after time is the importance of not doing ministry alone. Practically Pastoring is a great place to connect with other pastors who are going through the same things you're going through, understand what day-to-day ministry life is like, and it's also a great place to make fun of Frank. We hope you'll check it out. That's so good. I love. I host the sanctuary, but I pastor the lobby. That's that's good. That's a good way to frame it for the role of a campus pastor. And I love that you talked about like um, campus pastors being the the thermostat of the room, like to create the environment, not necessarily just like oh people don't like video venues, so therefore that's why our campus is failing. It's like no, no, no. You create the the culture. You create the thermostat, and and the folks will follow their leader. I, I think that's really, really good. Um, hey, imagine there's a campus pastor, whether it's a new campus pastor coming on staff over at Grace, or you're just meeting with a person that wants to be a campus pastor. What's the best piece of advice you can give them um, to be in their, seat, in, the, in their campus pastor role right now? I think I would tell them three things, three things. One would be know the vision. Know what the vision and values are of your church. 
know that, you know, for example, at Grace Family Church, we exist to help people, help families follow Jesus. We do that because we're generational, we're relational, we're authentic, we're uh, committed, and we're evangelistic. Know your values, because here's the, here's, the, here's the thing. You're going to have a lot of ideas and a lot of people telling you what you should be doing as a campus pastor. Where really what you are there to do is to support the values of the church that you represent. The second thing I would do if I was a campus pastor is I would know my people. I would find the influencers. The, I would start having coffee. I would start having lunches and breakfasts with, with folks, inviting them in, understanding what they're walking through, understanding their family dynamic. And before I start anything, before I change anything, I just want to get a lay of the land. Like, what are people walking through? And the last thing I would do, and, and, and probably this should be first, right, is I should pray. God, what is it that you would like to do in this environment because this environment as you said Frank might be different from Land Lakes. this is Ybor City baby this is not Land Lakes. so God I need spiritual insight into what you would like to do in these people's lives that I'm here to serve and I'm serving you but to serve these people through these values because it's interesting Frank churches churches for people can be a lot of things Churches can be the place where you go get a hot meal. Churches can go be a place where you can go get clothes that you need. Churches are could be a place where you can go get uh, work training or look for a job. Like churches are so diverse in America, they do so many different things. That's why it's important to know what you do and stick to what you do well. That's so good. Uh, one, one, one more question before we wrap this up. What is something you wish you had known before you took the role? <laughs> what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, um, we, you know, one of the things I, I, I'm going to give honor to our, our lead pastor, Craig Altman, um, big time visionary, um, he, he did a, he has done a great job of rolling out to us what it means to be a campus pastor, how to carry the vision um, of this church and not have to carry the total weight of the church. Um, and so I, I don't, I don't, I can't think of one thing I wish I would have known. Um, but I do wish there were more resources and people I could have talked to and spoken to to say, hey man, help me understand how you're, how you're dealing with this, you know? And how you're walking through this, because there have been some times of frustration, um, times where I didn't understand. Um, and so it, it's important to have this conversation that you and I are having today. Yeah, I mean, a, a big thing I've been saying for years is that pastors need safe ministry friends where we can vent and process and get advice, not feel like we have to be intimidated by church size or anything like that, and not let our like tertiary theological differences prevent us from having conversations, but be able to say like, hey, you're in ministry, I'm in ministry, we're in the same role. How do you do this? How do I do that? Let me throw something at you. We need those uh, We need those people in our life. And, uh, and I'm hoping that with a podcast like this, uh, those campus pastors feel like they actually have at least a pool of people now that they can like reach out to to talk about the ins and outs of being a campus pastor. Speaking of that, 
uh, Ralph, if someone wants to reach out to you, say, hey, I love what you said. I have more questions about what you're doing. How could someone connect with you? Uh, you could reach me. I, I guess this is when I do the, the Instagram at Ralph J. Johnson. Or you can uh, just go to the Grace Family Church, gfcflorida.com. Um, go to the Lutes um, campus. Or you can go to uh, the executive team, who we are. Uh, you'll find me there, and you can just email me. And I would love to speak to you and talk to you and uh, answer any questions you might have. Appreciate it, man. This has been a blessing. Thank you so much. Uh, that that gem, I host a sanctuary, I pass the lobby. I'm going to steal that and bring it to my all-staff meeting tomorrow and tell them what I just learned. <laughs> so I love it, man. Yeah, God bless you, bro. Great talking to you, Frank. Take care. Thank <music> you.